1: Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: At 325, right here on Grant and Danny, the NFL might be making a really good decision. Could we see roughing the passer calls reviewable as soon as this coming year? We'll discuss that. Got our double play. What's going on in our lives? Nothing to do with sports at 345. And some Caps tickets to give away today in one hour at 4 o'clock. We'll give away a pair of tickets to go see the Capitals right here on Grant and Danny. Let's go to the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter to beat the books. Download the BetQL app today. Visit BetQL.com and talk to our buddy, AJ Perez of Front Office Sports. AJ, thanks for a few minutes. How are you?
3: Uh, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me.
2: So we are watching a tennis match at this point, it feels like, between (laughs) you and Cosman of the Post and Dan Kaplan of the Athletic and Liz Clark of the Washington Post. Everyone's got, and not necessarily conflicting, but their own sources telling them their own things. So specifically, your story today was, number one, Bezos is not completely out of the bidding, and number two, owners are going weary about Snyder selling. So let's kind of start with the first thing first here. We keep hearing Bezos isn't allowed to bid. What can you tell us?
3: Yeah, there's a lot of things that are happening behind closed doors, even now this week, either in Indy or elsewhere, um, to try to, you know, kind of. A lot of people are pushing, you know, that a little a deal between uh, Snyder and 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 uh, Jeff Bezos. So that's that's happening. I'm um, not saying it's on the league level, but it's definitely among some of the owners and some other, you know, some of the others in, you know, in team ownership around the league. Uh, that you know, trying to just just to try to smooth things over and get Bezos, he's the most straightforward path, you know, towards in towards approval and everything else, just because his his net worth and um, you know, and and a lot of owners want him in. We saw we saw you know, Kraft last uh, couple weeks ago said yeah, he would be a bonus as an owner. And I think a lot that's that feeling's pretty uh, held pretty widely around the league. I think there's a lot of owners um, you know that want Bezos part of the uh, part of their uh, part of their group uh, a little so that's uh, so that i think that's that's happening now um and i think that's there's still gamesmanship a lot of this a lot of this is gamesmanship a lot of this is like a lot of the you know i'm not saying the reports are 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 wrong but a lot of things uh you know are said and a lot and you have to you have to filter out the motives of uh of some of the uh some of the stuff
4: is dan snyder selling
3: uh, i would say more likely than not i'm i'm not as uh, maybe on thursday when i was on i was like oh this Done deal. And now I'm kind of, after my reporting and talking to people over the weekend, you know, there's, just, there's still, you know, part of it is just how long this has taken. It's nothing that they have any inside knowledge that the other owners have inside knowledge of what's going on. They can get it from the league office a little bit, I'm sure. But it's more just like it's just taken so long to get to this point that, you know, that it's, uh, it's 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 concerned them. And it's it's kind of like, what's going on? Is he going to do it? And they, and they don't want to you know have to go back to the thinking about removal because they've never wanted to do that you know they they, they would they would if they if, if they if if they had to if there's you know I just don't they just not they they really don't want to take away a team from anybody um, they they would rather you know quiet quietly urge him to sell which they've done or you know and or try to broker a deal which could be happening right now between Bezos. And and Snyder, but there's 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 you know I think the other Josh Harris is the is the uh, is the other one. I think if you know if if Josh Harris's bid is uh, is close to Bezos's, and maybe uh, you know that Snyder will decide that that's you know he'll 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 go that direction.
2: All right, so going back to your Bezos element of your report, so you had the, the two sources say he's still very much in the mix, and the one source as you suggested say something along the lines of, this is Dan trying to get more out of him. Can you go into that part of it, that the idea is that, yeah, Dan is is basically playing keep away from Bezos, but it might not actually be that he'll never sell to him as much as by telling Bezos you're not going to sell to him, maybe you get more.
3: Yeah, I was like going back to that. It was right before Christmas we had that the bids for the first rounder uh, had exceeded expectations, which was not accurate. Um, You know, that there was $7 billion plus bidding, which was – when I was I was on vacation back in California but I was like oh man I'm like no I don't think that's accurate um yeah so there's uh so I think we every, pretty much everybody from the start knew that to get even close to seven billion dollars Bezos would, would 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 likely be that person um because it's it, not not only is the team going to cost a record amount for worldwide for that uh, sports franchise will sell for you got to factor in the stadium too that's a big ask you're going you're, if you're spending even even $6 billion, which that, that sounds hilarious to say, if you're spending $6 billion on a team, you're going to spend another 3 to $4 billion on, on, a, on a new stadium. So it's, it's just, there's a lot of, you know, this is a fixer-upper almost. I mean, you have to look at that. I think the team's, I mean, personnel-wise is in a decent, decent shape right now. I think coaching-wise, especially with the, with, um, the hiring of Eric is in is, 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 is in is in good shape. But you still have you still have the ownership issue with Dan Snyder. We have investigations that are still out there there's still there, There's still things that you know that that aren't aren't going to be resolved until Snyder either you know sells the team basically because you're, you're going to be the fan base is going to get' it's still going to get further turned off at these days. you know the the team making a great run next season could 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 fix that, but it doesn't eliminate all the issues and all the people who have basically been turned off by. Dan Snyder's ownership for you know, various reasons. AJ
2: Perez, front office sports on Grant and Danny. How does the league feel about Snyder excluding Bezos from the process to this point? And what can they do about it if they don't like it?
3: I can only talk from a team, uh, from talking to other team uh, team executives. But, um, you know, they, they don't, you know, there are a lot of people want them, And I think the the big wild card, which I'm trying to work on today, um, is like, you know, what's, what's Jerry Jones doing? What's Jerry Jones, you know, how is he involved in this? Because he's a power broker. I mean, he basically, you know, he, he's the main reason the Rams got the stadium instead of the in, – down in L.A. instead of the Raiders and Chargers. You know, he was the one that swayed that. He could sway you – Yeah, know, if he if I'm trying to figure out, you know, what, what, what role, if any, if he has no role, that's kind of problematic. But if he's, but if he's actively trying to court Bezos, and obviously there's – you know, there's – the relationship between Snyder and Jerry Jones isn't what it was, but they're still friendly. Um, there's still respect there, I think. Um, so I think that would be huge. We don't know. We, we don't know what, 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 uh, what, um, Jones is doing and we don't know which would, what, what, um, the league, uh, Roger Goodell, um, you know, is doing on this either. So we, there's a lot of things we don't know. And I think, uh, even though we, I, my, I reported that, you know, they're kind of trying to broker something behind closed doors, you know, to you know at least make Snyder a little more, um, a little more, uh, you know, open to a to a Bezos bid. Um, you know, there's still there's still a lot of things that are that are that are up in the air. But I think in the next couple of weeks we're we're certainly going to find out.
4: Aj, a few weeks ago I hosted a school fundraiser, I hosted an auction, and there were items up for bid, and people raised their paddles and bid on them. The word bid has been thrown around a ton in these circumstances. Some are bids, they're yeah. actual bids, but they're not quite bids. They're commitments to bids. They're yeah. thoughts of not bids. Or I might bids. be bidding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, what what actually, what, what has happened to this point? Like Tillman Fertitta comes out this weekend, or we find out about him. His bid, quote yeah. unquote, was 5.5. There was a report of a bid that was 6.3, but maybe it wasn't. What do these mean? Well, and Josh <laughs>
2: Kosman said today uh, from the New York Post <clears throat> that Josh Harris hasn't actually bid yet. Because according yeah, to, to Kassman, yeah. I don't know if you agree with this or disagree with this. Yeah, so can, I have
3: not given you I don't know if he's bid or not. I don't know the number for sure if he has. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, what, what Kassman reported just to finish that real quick is
2: essentially that Harris has not been able to get the money yet that he needs to even submit his bid, which theoretically yeah. would be at least five point five billion now. So go ahead.
3: Yeah, that, yeah, that's that, and that's the thing. You need, you need, you need. Even if it's six billion, you need one point eight billion dollars in cash as part of purchase of an nfl franchise no other sport has that set up and you can't finance that you can get leap. you can get other partners and 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 financing for the other 70 percent. but you have to come strong and that's a lot of money even for even even for rob walton you know there was not an easy it's not when you're you see your net worth on forbes like whatever bezos is around 120 billion dollars. that's not cash you have to move a lot of things around it's not easy um a lot easier for someone like bezos and it would be for someone with then you know, who are, you know, or poor Petita or Harris, because, you know, he's just worth more. It's a little easier to, easier to, to move funds around, but you, you have to look at selling real estate. Wait, wait, I mean, it depends on, you know, what the owner is selling real estate, selling, you know, selling stocks to get to that number. It's not easy. And that's why it, these processes are going to start taking longer and longer for NFL teams, because, you know, you have to one, you know, one, one banker told me you're, you're probably, if you look at the, you know, the, um, how much people are worth, you're gonna need to look at somebody who's worth thirty billion dollars to own to put down that thirty percent and buy the rest. So you have to for so you're worth uh, thirty billion dollars to buy an NFL team. You know, you and even then you probably would need some help, either financing or or um, some other partners. So that's and that's not gonna go away until the NFL changes that 30% rule because it's it's it is a very major barrier and it it, it and it, it excludes a lot of people and we've seen people drop off this process. Um, you know there's been a few names that came out early that we haven't heard anything about.
2: I'm just trying to get creative to get to $6 billion, because let's just say whether it is Josh Harris or it is Fertitta or anybody else, right, that they're a little short of the $6 billion that Dan wants to sell the team for. Could the NFL forgive money that Dan owes? Remember, he borrowed a ton of money from them back when yeah. he bought out the other owners, and the reason that I believe more than almost anything else that he's selling is... Without a minority owner, he's never going to be able to pay that off. So he has to sell the team. That, yeah. That's my own perception. But could they say, yeah. look, yeah. you owe us $800 million, or whatever it was. We'll forgive that. And there is .8 bill, if that math is correct. Like, yeah. And help get to $6 billion, in other words. Because that's now found money for Dan. Is, is that a possibility?
3: yeah we don't know actually the breakdown of how much he was financed through Bank of america or 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 other banks you know it wasn't all the NFL as far as what I've been told so yeah there, there but the, yeah, but there is that you know and there's also these invest. you know the whole you know the yeah, the Mary jo White investigation if this reveals that he was holding back money league revenue money, I mean that's hanging over his head if if she, if she does if she does find along the same lines as Congress did, which was a part of the FTC letter not like eleven months ago. Um, you know, if if they if they back that up, if Maria White backs that up or if this federal investigation, you know, which is going to take forever, you know, don't count on that being done this year, uh, most likely. But it's it, uh, you know, that's that that th- those are all things that, you know, that would seem to, you know, portray that, you know, that Snyder, you know, probably should, you know, probably might, may want to think about selling because that's not going to go away. Um, and the, without the, without knowing what Mary Jo White found, and we have no idea what that is at this point, you know, you're kind of you, you could it'd be it'd be a it'd certainly be a bet on Sander's part that, you know, that that uh, she didn't find anything that was really, you know, that was so bad that, you know, that that would put him in further danger of losing the team. Um, but there, there's there's so much out there and, and the noise is not going to, you know, the noise is only going to get louder if he decides to keep it. And then we're going to go back to, you know, will the owners, you know, move for that removal?
4: AJ Perez, Front Office Sports with us here on GD has been all over the potential sale of the commanders. AJ, I, I made my nine-year-old the other day stop playing Roblox and go up to his room and make his bed, right? It was on, He did it under duress. He didn't do a very good job making his bed. The reason I bring it up is I think he I've and never Dan, made a bed in my entire life. So. Yeah, so there you go. He <laughs> and Dan are about the same level of emotional pettiness and and uh you know, I, I find them very equivocal uh in my mind. So is Dan doing this sale under duress? In other words, like, is he being forced to do this? Forced is kind of a, a, an open open term there. But I get the sense that he's, at times, that he's just sort of half-assing this thing. If he really wanted the sale, had to come to Jesus moment, I think it would be going differently. I think this whole thing is kind of under protest. Give me your thoughts.
3: Yeah, I mean, there is, a, there, there, there is that point of view. Because literally, when he announced the sale or potential sale in early November, all the talk. We were just, like, a couple weeks away from, like a couple weeks before that, Ursay said there was merit for removal. And there was a push, there was a big push. And there, and, and it was, you know, I've, I was talking to executives. I was there when Earth, they said that. There, that kind of ramped everything up. And then it all quieted down when Cider City was looking to sell the team. Um, it, that's been on hold, you know, that, but that's all those issues that, that were, you know, that were, uh, you know, that led to that point, you know, are still there. You know, there's still you know, there's there, there's going to be the, the, the investigations haven't stopped. Everything, you know, there's Congress ended their, their their probe in December, but there's still three at least three investigations we know of that are ongoing. That that noise is 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 going to continue. It's going to ramp up again. And it's I don't and then also you know how many fan you know how many, the fan base has been through a lot. If you know, Cider does pull back, you know what? The ticket sales went up a little bit last year. Does, does they decline again? You know, what's going to happen with the, does he have any shot for a new stadium? And right now it doesn't look good. None of that changes.
2: AJ, would the NFL, and more importantly, the owners that have to sign off on the sale, let Dan Snyder sell the team to a lower bidder.
3: It depends how much of a difference. They could decline it, but then you're back in the same situation. And then what are you going to do? Then Dan Snyder's going to dig in further, possibly. I mean, you know, if it's, if it's, uh, you know, if it's, Within a couple hundred, it's just so insane to talk about. It's just so much money. Within <laughs> a couple hundred million dollars, I don't think it would, it would hold anything up. If it's more than that, maybe it's 400 500 maybe. But at what point, you know, you're going to have – this is not going to be the only franchise to sell over the next 20 years. There's going to be a few others changing hands.
2: If for people so, you not know, tracking, while, and you, you're all over this, but what, my point is if Bezos lets it be known through whatever channels he has to other owners or Goodell – I'll give him six point mm-hmm. two billion. He just won't let me, and the, and he's yeah. willing to sell it for five point six bill. I'm just completely making up numbers yeah. to uh, Josh Harris, and now we're talking about over a half bill that he's trying to leave on the table. Would those owners say no problem? It's Josh Harris's because they just want ABD. My philosophy: anybody but Dan. That's what I want. I don't care who owns the team. Anybody but Dan. Or would they say no? We're not selling it to Josh Harris we're all in the same neighborhood. You're trying to sell a house for $0. 0.6 billion less than you can get for yours. You better take the Bezos. We're not going to sign off on this.
3: Yeah. But then, but then you look at the other side of it. You're right. It's pretty much there, there, there is the anybody but Dan contingent that, that exists in NFL ownership. And now whether it's 24 where I don't know, but it's, it's, it's probably at least half at this point, if not more. Um, so yeah, but it's, you're right. The, or, but the, the, but the alternative is, Dan stays and we don't know what's going to happen, you know, what, you know, this. what's going to happen with these investigations and there's there going to be more questions. There's going to be more people like me showing up to owner's meetings and asking questions about Dan Snyder, which they hate. Um, and, you know, it's, you know, what, at what point do they, you know, do you just like, do you just like uh, say cut your losses? It's not their money. It's Dan Snyder's money that he's going to be, uh, you know, losing. Um, it's, and just wait for the next sale. Um, you know, that's that also they don't like this team changing hands year to year. Like, you know, we got the Broncos last year. We had the, uh, we had the Panthers about four or five years ago. You know, they don't, this is they don't like teams selling this often. Um, so, you know, for because, you know, it does reset the values of the other teams um, and a team selling for less than maybe what the projections were for this team. It's not to be the end of the world. Um, because people, you know, the people inside football know it's not just buying the team. It's needing, needing a brand-new stadium on top of it. Um, and that's why the whole Allen & Company being in, uh, helping advise um, Bezos was a, was, a, was a great move by him because they know the insides and outs of all this stuff. AJ,
4: last one here quickly. I, I've been as skeptical as anybody of an, an irrational actor all of a sudden acting rationally. The thing that was a big turning point for me in actually believing this is going to go forward was Jason Wright, the team president, Openly yeah. talking about kind yeah. of a before and after a sale and a transition. He wasn't talking about like hiring Eric Bieniemy as like a transition. He was talking about a sale and they change the organization. Have you had a moment like that, or what will be yours? Kind of that bellwether. Okay, we're past the point no return on this thing.
3: At this point, I'm going to wait for you know, <laughs> uh, so, wait wait for a, like a very very uh, you know strong like yeah. This is the guy. This is the next. This is the next potential owner the applications into the finance committee you know, and the packets into the NFL. It, at that point, it, it, after all this, I think that's when I will be uh, assured that this is moving forward until then. There's just so much out there in a, and it, from both from, from different sides. And you, and it's, it's really hard to figure out exactly what's going on. And, and that's kind of, you know, we, we should know, and it should be announced, uh, you know, if when it, when it, when it's announced and it's for sure happening, that's, that's basically when, I, when, when I'll believe it, too.
2: AJ Perez of Front Office Sports has been on this Snyder Sale Beat. Another big story this morning you can go check out at FOS. Thank you, AJ. We appreciate
3: you. Yeah, thanks for having me on.
2: You, Absolutely, always. Great information from him. Super plugged in on everything going on with Dan Snyder. Next, the NFL is discussing making a change to allow teams to be able to challenge roughing the passer. I think this will be universally accepted and beloved among fans, but is it actually going to happen? Will the league actually force it through? Let's get into that
4: next right here on The Fan. We got
2: Caps tickets for you. We're giving them away at 4 o'clock. You better be listening. Welcome back to GND, Darius and Ryan on the production today, working hard behind the scenes. In case you're curious, I'm rocking a gray polo shirt with jeans and black kicks.
4: I've always liked that polo, Thank if I you. can say that. It's a handsome polo. I got my Washington, this is from the two, two years, I guess, they were the Washington football team. It just says Washington on the front, though, which I like a lot better than Washington football team.
2: But it's not Huskies colors. So I know you're not a Mark Brunell fan from like 30 years ago, right? Burgundy and gold, yeah. Nike NFL hoodie
4: mm-hmm. with some uh, with some sweats going. Did you buy that? No. We were we were given these as gifts. Oh, that
2: was that the Jason right? It's the Jason Wright hoodie. How about that?
4: It was very nice of him. What did would nice have to do that? Yeah, that it was very
2: was. sweet. Uh, he he had been hired. I think he came on our show right away. He beat Bruce's record. Within a couple of minutes on the job. Right. And then, uh, yeah, and then he sent us some hoodie. Jeans, I love this really sweatshirt, cool. by the way. It is
4: super comfortable.
2: Yeah, they're, they're a good look, too. I think that plays. You don't you have look. any commander's gear, do you?
4: No, that's not going to happen.
2: Would you wear commander's gear if you got it? No. Like, let's say Jason sent over a care package to old Danny Ruye. He's like, hey, I heard you bagging on the commander's name. Enjoy this jacket.
4: Would you wear it? A jacket? Nah, that'd be tough. T-shirt? i do a T-shirt. You would. I could do a t shirt because I could put it under something else. You know, I can work to work out, sweat in a lot. The name's not coming around. No, it, it, it's, I'm telling you, it's gotten worse.
2: Here's what's not getting worse I don't know if the NFL is actually going to do the right thing here, but they should. NFL team has proposed a rule to make roughing the passer reviewable. Here we go. Here we go. Right, so here we go. This is a no brainer. This is so necessary. This is a long time coming. You know where I come from. I am team. Everything should be reviewable. You get a couple challenge flags. You can use it on whatever you want. Let's figure this out together. Now, I know that that's too extreme and crazy, and everyone thinks I'm a lunatic, and we'll never have that because it makes way too much sense. But these roughing the passer calls are massive. These 15-yard penalties. Drive changers, game changers. Oftentimes on downs and distances longer than 15 yards, automatic first downs. It seems like they happen in the biggest spots, you know, end of a half or end of a game sometimes, final drive of a game. So the report is from Judy Batista of NFL Network. She says the proposed rule, not expected to be supported by the league's competition committee, and that's important, we'll come back to that, would be voted on by ownership during March's annual league meeting, unless it's withdrawn. Now, the competition committee's meeting in Indianapolis this week they're going to discuss this. But there is not support within the competition committee. This is Ron Rivera, Mike Tomlin, Rich McKay. Yeah, the same
4: group of people that bought you don't say mean words in and around plays. The,
2: the ones that wanted to get rid of the taunting. Yeah. So it's, it's a bunch of leaders, coaches, executives from around the NFL who are well-respected that are on this competition committee. Uh, they held meetings on Sunday yesterday in Indianapolis to kick off the Combine. During the meeting, the committee looked at more than 80 plays of roughing the passer, and found three that it deemed questionable. Oh, It's so all we're all set then, I guess. I'm going to repeat what I just said. No problem, right? Judy Batista said that when they met yesterday, they reviewed all 80 of the roughing calls, and they thought 77 of them were correctly called.
4: Danny Ruya didn't get to review those. So the
2: committee is not supportive of the reviewing of roughing the passer. But if the owners want to go against the committee next month at the owners' meetings, they got the full say, that's the end game, that's the end-all, be-all, they can make this reviewable. The problem is that they rarely
4: do. Yeah, they won't. So after the Rams-Saints pass interference fiasco, when the whole world knew it was pass interference, except for the referee on the site who didn't call pass interference and allowed a Saints player to be mauled illegally, they, the, the NFL was like, okay, fine. We'll review pass interference penalties. I don't have the data. I couldn't find it. But you all know what I'm about to say is true, right? Intuitively. You watch football. They made it reviewable for a year. Do we all remember that? I don't think they overruled a single one of those pass interference calls. They were like, go ahead and challenge it, coach. Do you want to waste it? Go ahead. Waste your challenge. Waste oh, it. I see what waste you're it. saying. Waste it.
2: You're so, saying if you actually challenge these very obviously stupid calls, yep. they would be upheld.
4: They'll up, They'll uphold them all. Because the competition committee is telling you, nope, these are right. The world who would watch his football goes, oh, my God, no. Oh, my God, no. Stop this immediately. This is so wrong. This is wrong. And they're going, no, that's, that's the rule. The defensive lineman whose momentum was running towards the quarterback, he ended up falling down. He was near the quarterback. Part of his body weight's on the quarterback 15 yards. It's the same as if he reared back with his right hand and punched him in the side of the helmet. 15 yards. It's all universal. First down. Ridiculous. I
2: implore anybody listening with any power, which is probably nobody in the NFL's league circles, because they're busy eating steak in Indianapolis. I'm begging you. I'm just a boy on his knees just asking you here with his hands clasped together during the Lenten season. A little British boy? Perhaps Mm -hmm. even a little British boy. Just once. Can we do the right thing, League? Help me help you. These roughing the passer calls are so bad If you are watching the video of 80 calls and deciding that 77 of the 80 were correct, redefine what's correct. Go back to your little drawing boards together, collectively, and figure this out. Because if we're all sitting and watching at home and we all know that's not roughing the passer, and you say it is, you're wrong, not us.
4: Right. We're we're not the weird ones. According to Judy
2: Batista, the discussion yesterday in Indy centered around Sling versus slam. Those are the terms they were using. The slam, when a defender picks up the quarterback in the air and slams him onto the ground, is when it becomes a problem. The sling is considered the natural progression of the play. No sling versus slam. This is pregnancy. You are or you're not. Right? What was the old line about porn? I know it when I see it. I know it. it when I see it. Roughing the passer, man. There's no sling versus slam. There is, you rough the passer. or you didn't rough the passer. You guys are calling too many roughing the passer calls. I am now all for the touching of the helmet. I don't care how hard it is. You graze the face mask, you slap the helmet, you're running by and you catch the the, the the ear hole for a second. Penalty. Get it. No problem. Okay. Some of these calls where you just shove someone as they're following through, coming around the edge, or you bump into a guy and he falls over, are horrendous. I want to see the three that they deemed unacceptable okay
4: we fine we missed those those are questionable those
2: calls would have been
4: craziness
2: all right let's get to some breaking news this is some big commander's news not unexpected but official let's get to it
4: all right grant and this breaking sports news from 106.7 the fan presented by betql smarter bets start with betql download the betql app today or visit betql.com well, the Commanders have done it, and as Grant said, no surprise. Carson Wentz has been released by Washington, and this should save the uh, Commanders $26.17 million against the salary cap for the upcoming season, is reported by Adam Schefter, and we'll have more on the top of the hour right here on 106.7 The Fan.
2: Thank you, star. Carson Wentz released. 30-year-old quarterback hits the open market possibly going to have to now compete for a starting job somewhere this year. His days as a starter the moment he shows up in your building might be over. He will be on his fourth team in four years. Eagles said no thanks after 2020. The Colts, despite a pretty good season, 27 touchdowns, seven picks, and a winning record for that football team, moved on after 2021. And then in Washington, they went 2-5 and in his seven starts And he did struggle. Nine interceptions, 11 touchdowns. Had a couple of outstanding games throwing the football and had some really disastrous games as well. This was a no-brainer. They had to get-out-of-jail-free card because they didn't extend him when they originally brought him in. They don't cost themselves a single penny. Instead of having him on the books at $27 million against the cap this year, they will have him hit free agency, and they don't have to spend a cent on Wentz. So right now, your depth chart, Sam Howell, remember Taylor Heineke is a pending free agent as of March 14th. If he's not under contract, he becomes free and Howell's by himself, other than maybe some prospect you've got hanging out on the practice
4: squad. Indeed. The uh, right thing to do, obviously, uh, you know, just corrects a pretty terrible mistake. What was good about the deal was that you could get out of it. That was the best thing about Carson Wentz. So a lot of people owe some apologies. I'll never get him. I know that but still uh it is a fitting very whisper quiet end to a very loud beginning if in you fairness, recall.
2: Wentz was your favorite of the quarterback options. You didn't want them to go get him, but Wentz of the guys last year, the Garoppolo's and all those guys, was your favorite in terms of the uh, the apologies.
4: Oh sure, yeah, but I'm saying that she should, should never do this. Right. This is the People wrong excited, thing. Of yeah, course, right. So, but most I'm thinking of the Riveras of the world who cut lots of promos and said lots of words and yelled what, at you everybody. Want
2: Ron to, to call and apologize to us?
4: Yeah, I want to. I want to say I was wrong. Okay, I really was. I, my judgment should be held in question. Okay, that's what I want. What I'll a never What disaster
2: get. that was! Absolutely
4: 100. Yeah, but it, it's the 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 pro the the WWE style promo he cut after the Chicago game, yelling at everybody, uh, based on a report that probably was accurate. To be honest with you. Enough. Thank goodness he's gone.
2: Yeah. The reason I never had a huge issue with bringing in Carson Wentz was, I guess, multi-folded. The first is, worst case scenario, he's terrible, you lose, and he's gone in a year. And that happened. Okay? That's the worst thing that can possibly happen. No harm, no foul, really, to be honest with you. I've had bad quarterbacking covered. I've had... Yeah, we know what that looks having like. Having a lot of seasons where you were kind of fake in it in early December. Mm-hmm. This is normal for me. This is my entire life. So the worst thing that could have happen is he's not particularly good, the team's not particularly good, and he's gone in a year. No problem. Where I actually didn't have a problem with the trade, I wouldn't have made the trade. I thought they gave up way too much, and it was kind of embarrassing when we found out. As the offseason went on, Danny, what the the quarterback market turned into, Mm -hmm. where guys were available for pennies and better options you didn't have to give up picks for, and then we found out that the Colts were actually going to release him outright anyway they really bid against themselves in, in an embarrassing way. But my point all along, I still remember screaming at the top of my lungs and losing my voice one show. I don't want to do the Taylor Heineke thing anymore. You have to go get another quarterback. Try. I don't really care who it is. Try. Go get a veteran. Bring that guy in. Their attempt ended with Carson Wentz at way too big a cost. Again, not how I would have wanted to do it, <laughs> but uh, they took a swing and they,
4: swing and a miss Yeah, that, that I, I think people should be so much more embarrassed about how that search went just in general, because they, the, they told everybody we started calling every team and asked about their quarterback. I talked to Joe Gibbs and he said, get a tall guy. And we asked about Russell Wilson. And they told us to go shove it. And we traded for a guy that was about to get cut. Carson Wentz, everybody Carson Wentz yeah. celebrate
2: this. Well, I'll say this. You were all over the fact that it would end in flames.
4: Yeah, the terrible idea to well, me.
2: So the, the I, uh, again. I'll say I don't think the idea at a different price is nearly as terrible, but the price that they paid is just. I, I'm not going to use the word embarrassing again. I've got. The, I've I've covered that one. Humiliating. Uh, unacceptable. egregious. Thank you. I mean, un- unacceptable. <laughs> it's so bad. And it gets worse the further remove we get. Uh
0: huh.
2: Over and over again, you see these guys like Derek Carr that everyone's like, nah. I'm not Trading draft picks and then paying? No, I'm, no, I'm not going to no, do that. No, 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 no. Danny, they took on the entire amount of money after they gave up Yeah. No. what should have been a two and a three. They lucked into the injury and not having to give up the picks that they actually tried to. They tried to give up a two and a three.
4: Can you imagine if they didn't have another number two this year? I a second-round pick? Imagine.
2: I was expecting them not to for the last
4: calendar year. If he hadn't broke his dumb finger or whatever, like they would be shipping a number two off to Indianapolis.
2: He's Danny. I'm Grant. You're listening to the fan. Carson Wentz. Let's um. Let's Christian ponder this during the break. What was your favorite moment of the Wentz era? Oh. And if you guys have some, you could tweet us at Grant H. Paulson. If you'd like to call us, you can do that. 800-636-1067. What was your favorite moment of the Carson Wentz era? And what is the symbolic moment that will kind of serve as the imagery for his time here? We'll get to those next on G D.
0: They hear all this stuff, and they got to deal with it. I get that, and I respect them for that, because they're resilient. They come back. Everybody keeps wanting to say, I don't want anything to do with Carson. Well, I'm the- guy that pulled out the sheets of paper that looked at the analytics that watched the tape in the freaking when we were at Indianapolis okay and that's what pisses me off because the young man doesn't deserve to have that all the time that's Ron
2: Rivera on Carson Wentz who the commanders after one disappointing season have released today saving the team what would have been 26 million against their salary cap they can't really say this is cap savings I guess well, it is, technically. I mean, we all knew it was coming, but you theoretically have saved $30 million in cap space today with the release of Carson Wentz yeah. and Bobby McCain. And if you're just joining us, we talked about that at the top of the show. The safety was also released, who played in every game and started 16 of the 17 games last season. We'll give you some of our Wentz-era highlights in just a moment. But this is a great opportunity to play Darius's clip about Washington finally finding a quarterback.
0: Well, I think the biggest thing is he's, he's more comfortable with what we're doing.
1: Well, he's
2: following McLaurin, and that's the direction that Wentz is looking. And there's Denzel Ward
4: looking for the pick. He's got it.
3: We finally uh, have ourselves a quarterback.
4: <laughs>
2: he chips on Garrett.
4: Wentz, deep
0: shot under ball, and it's another Carson Wentz interception. This time, it's Grant Dolpin. Everybody keeps wanting to say, I didn't want anything to do with Carson. Well, bull****.
2: Wentz climbing the pocket in traffic, wrapped up by Josh Sweat and Fletcher
0: Cox. I'm the guy that pulled out the sheets of paper, that looked at the analytics, that watched the tape in the freaking when we were at Indianapolis. Third down, here comes the pressure. Wentz over the middle, and it's intercepted again. We finally uh have ourselves a quarterback. Wentz, great pass, and it's intercepted. I mean, I really did think all this out. Four man rush gets
2: to Wentz again.
3: We're very, very optimistic also on the season.
2: Wentz, deep ball. Dotson in double coverage. Grant Delpit had his hands on it, and it's picked off for a
4: second time today by Delpit.
0: Everybody keeps wanting to say, I didn't want anything to do with Carson. Well, bull Yeah, at this point, I don't know who's going to be the most unpopular guy in Washington right now. Is it going to be Wentz, or it's going to be Ron Rivera for the decision? Initially, I thought maybe it hit off somebody's helmet because it was so Aaron, but that was just an airmail.
3: We're going to have some uh, uh, big time attendance shortly.
0: Washington desperately needs
3: a quick strike. Cleveland en route
0: to play spoiler in week 17. Whoa, not good. Incomplete. 240 left. The crowd lets him know. I guy that pulled out the sheets of paper, that looked at the analytics, that watched the tape in the freaking when we were at Indianapolis. Here comes Garrett. Here comes Garrett. There's Garrett right on cue with the sack. We finally uh, have ourselves a quarterback. Wentz slant popped into the air and incomplete. I just wanted to reiterate more so than anything else is that he was wanted. Here crowd lets him know. Well, I think the biggest thing is he's he's more comfortable with what we're doing. Wentz under pressure. It is another sack. You know, John, I was I was looking for the spark. From the 25-yard line, Wentz goes back at it. And it's
2: intercepted.
0: get a crowd. We finally uh, have ourselves a quarterback.
2: Wentz, and it's sack number eight
0: for Philadelphia. Everybody keeps wanting to say, I don't want anything to do with Carson. Well, bull****. Wentz is well-protected. Throw is intercepted. I'm the guy that pulled out the sheets of paper, that looked at the analytics, that watched the tape in the freaking when we we're at Indianapolis. Second down and eight. Wentz in the end zone. Taken down. Lost the football. Rolls out of the back of the end zone. It's a safety. We can be eliminated.
4: Finding out before a kickoff, they control their own destiny because the Redskins lost earlier today to the Browns.
0: Unfortunately, that didn't work.
2: He's got a family, for God's sake.
4: I I noticed a couple supplements since the last time. Darius is a nice guy. (laughs) I swear he is. He is a sweet man.
2: Wow. Mm. If I knew that's what he was going to play, I wouldn't have thrown into it, Danny. Frankly. That that was tough. That was a tough listen.
4: Wasn't tough for me. I was cackling. (laughs) I'm a little lightheaded. From From laughing my buttocks off. boy,
2: Darius. You mess with the bull, you get the horns. Right, Darius? Tell him. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, not lost on me, Indianapolis, this week a year ago is Uh where it all began. That's where it all went down.
4: He looked at so many pieces of paper. And the tape in the freaking Indianapolis is what he told us. The
2: one-year anniversary. I spent almost an hour. The couple of hours of, of the uh, the cram session on Carson Wentz in the suite in Indy. You'd tell me you looked at the tape and said, yes! Highlight of the Carson Wentz era, Danny. Legitimately.
4: No. Yeah, legitimate highlight. There, there are a couple to pick from. I would say the dime to Deami Brown... In the one place that the ball could be for a touchdown, and it was.
2: A 75-yarder against the Titans.
4: No, I'm thinking of left sideline.
2: Oh, the second touchdown. The second touchdown. By the way, he was, he was really good in that game. I know the goal line stand
4: happened at the end with the pick. Uh, but- there were some great moments. That throw, Brown isn't really open. It's He's stride for stride. There's about six inches that the ball could be where it's going to be completed, and it yeah. was. Brown basically couldn't help but catch it. He moved his left hand. In the general area to receive the ball, his right hand was being held, and it was right there. It was perfect. That
2: game is what his agent should send around. Oh, There's a couple of games, I guess, he could do that with. but Because that wasn't even the best throw of the game, in my opinion. He threw that moon ball that was even with the 400s that came down on the 75-yard touchdown to De'Ami for the house call on the first play of a drive. I'm going to say the opener, the Jacksonville game. They're down in the fourth quarter, and he comes back with back-to-back touchdowns, one down the sideline to Terry McLaurin mm-hmm. and the other on the one-on-one ball to Jahan Dotson in the corner of the end zone. That was the highlight. Now the symbolic moment of how this all went would be what
4: exactly? To me against Cleveland, mm. it's just, I'm not even talking about one specific play, but although I guess I, I will just what typifies to me, the Carson Wentz experience. They're backed up in their own, towards their own end. And Wentz is just trying to get something going, just trying to, throw a little ball out in the flat to a running back. I want to say it was Antonio Gibson. And it looked like a dad rolling a ground ball to a five-year-old. Gingerly, because you don't want a bad hop to the kid. You don't want to jump up and bite him. So he just sort of flipped it out there, and he missed the throw by 10 yards. The throw itself would have gone for four if it's all completed, behind the line of scrimmage. His feet were, like, pointing in a different direction, and, like, the look on his face was just a a guy that was seeing ghosts, and you just go, he cannot do it. He can't do it. All right, let's go over to the production room where Darius has blood on his hands. Now,
2: Darius, <laughs> you have won the Academy Award or whatever. The Marconi. How about mm, the radio award? Yeah. The Marconi for the best production and takedown of any decision in the NFL last season. A big time thank, you, thank you. Numbers. Speech. Speech.
0: Speech. 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 Um, it, it, it it took a lot of work. Uh, it took a lot of blood, sweat, and tears to be able to put that together. Had to dig and find all the great moments throughout the season from Carson Wentz to be able to put that together. So thank you, Carson. Thank you, Dan Snyder. Thanks, Dan. Uh, you know, it's
2: finally found the quarterback. Thanks,
0: Dan. I-, I wasn't expecting to to thank him until he sold the team, but I, I have to thank him for that because otherwise this wouldn't be possible.
2: He gave you the audio that he finally found the quarterback. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And then Ron,
0: um, yeah, I just want to say, just please don't kill me. That's that's all.
2: <laughs> Bro, he's such a nice guy. He's a very nice man. He probably, be like, oh, Daris, I really like you, I do.
4: Okay, I I said those things? Oh, man, that doesn't sound that good. That doesn't sound like me saying all that.
2: The Beltway Blitz is next, and we've got tickets to go see the Washington Capitals. We're just having fun. We're just funning, guys. It's all jokes. G&D on the fan.
4: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.